Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? This podcast is sponsored by Richard Eidelberg, CPA, PC. Richard has been my personal accountant for five years and our relationship has grown into an incredible friendship. He now serves over 30 members in my business. His firm specializes in corporate tax, financial bookkeeping, and management advisory services for small and medium businesses. His expertise is helping his clients manage the intricacies of tax law and teaching small and medium-sized businesses how to navigate the tough landscape of tax. And I really have to add something personal in here. I recommend Richard to everyone I know. He has financially changed my life and helped me take the worry of the financial part. I earn the money and he teaches me and does everything for me possible. I cannot recommend this man enough. He will work with you to create an action plan in order to organize your business finances, which in turn affects you personally in so many amazing ways that you didn't even know. So you can email Richard at info at the CPA usa.com, or you can call him directly at his office at 631-623-2400, and you can visit the cpausa.com to contact and learn more, and we will upload all of his information to the show notes below. Hello, welcome my Level Up friends and family. Last week, we spoke about eliminating, eliminating things from our life to add so much, and we are never short on time to level up our lives. It's how we spend our time. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Be willing to eliminate and shed what is no longer serving the version of you that you are obsessed to create. So this week, we're going to take a little spin, okay? We're going to change directions, but they're all connected, and we're going to speak more on a spiritual level, okay? So some of you might be thinking, ah, this is not for me. I'm, I'm not there. I don't want to speak on a spiritual level. I think maybe I'm going to click off. I'm going to invite you to stay with me. I, I want you to stay with me, okay? Because here's what I have learned in the last few years. Our faith, our strength, our relationship with God does have a huge connection to our success. And I want to start by saying this. I, I, I want you to receive it that I'm not standing on like my soapbox of the Holy Bible because this was not always my belief. So I want to be real with you. I'm on a journey with you. I'm leveling up as I'm inspiring you to level up. In fact, like when I look back at the really my whole professional life. But when I look on my entrepreneur journey and going back almost 16 years, it was completely the opposite. I was someone, okay, 16 years ago who believed that our religion and speaking of God should not be spoken about in our professional life. I didn't do it at meetings. I didn't do it at trainings. 
my thoughts, okay, because we talk about thoughts, my thoughts that became my belief was that, you know, look, we might all have different beliefs and I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. And when others spoke of God a lot in a professional atmosphere, truthfully, it made me feel uncomfortable. And I'm not sure how far back in my podcast, you know, you've listened to or got to know more about me, but this has been touched on a few times. So years back, probably 30 years back, you know, it was a point in my life that I lost my faith. I was angry with God. So let me ask you this question. Like, have you ever been in that situation where maybe you've lost your faith or like, where was God when I really needed him and been angry? And, and at that time, my faith, the truth was my faith wasn't strong enough to withstand the battle. And instead of leaning into faith, I pulled back. But that's not me today. I've experienced some battles. And because of the battles, my faith is rock solid. The me today is also really comfortable talking about God and success. My belief, like he's the reason for my success. Now, of course, I had to do the work. I had an amazing family. I was brought up with a good work ethic. But I had to overcome and be battle ready. The, the path was paved for me, but it wasn't a gold plated path filled with like roses and gumdrops. It has bumps. It has storms. And we are all equipped to navigate. So here's the connection. Okay. Here's why today's topic is so on my heart to speak about because you're here to level up your life. There's all in order to level up our life, there's always going to be tests. There's always going to be things that show up. Setbacks will attempt, I use the word attempt because we're going to be battle ready, to take you out of the game. And here's my invitation. Warriors, get your armor on because success isn't for the weak at heart. It isn't for the faint. It isn't for the ones that don't have faith. So a little bit about me. I love my church. I don't know if you have one that you really, really connect to, wherever it is. You go to a temple, whatever it is that you go to like fill your faith. A few years ago, I was actually praying for a church that truly felt like home. And you know the feeling of home in anything. Like you walk in, you feel like an emotional hug and warmth knowing that you're home and it's the absolute best feeling. So last year, I bought a second home in Palm Beach and right by my home, I want to say it's a coincidence, it's not a coincidence, okay, is a church called Christ Fellowship Church. And you could follow them on Instagram, you could look them up on YouTube, and you could visit them in Palm Beach Gardens. And they actually have several locations. And when I'm in town, I'm there in person, otherwise I'm always watching it online. And so today's podcast, right? came from a message from our pastor, Todd Mullins. Okay, so this is like his his message that he gave. Um, it's his message with a twist, right? I'm always gonna, like, I really, I took, we're encouraged when we go to church to like take notes. I, at that point, I wasn't there live. I don't think I was there live. I think I was home when this particular message was given, but like I couldn't write fast enough in the notes section of my phone. Actually, maybe I was there in person, okay? But this is one more thing that I love so much about church. It connects everything in life. I took his amazing message and then I just connected it to leveling up our life our success, because it's all connected. My faith, my beliefs, God, success. Okay. So here we go. We are all spiritual beings. There is a spiritual enemy attacking you and your family every day. 
Okay. And we have to know how to fight. So often in life, we want to point fingers, right? We want to justify why we are where we are in our life or where we are in our success or lack of. No one is responsible for your success. No one's responsible for my success. No one's responsible for your failures. When we play the blame game, nobody wins, which we talk about energy all the time. That's the lowest form of energy. Actually, lowest form is like guilt. And But when we go up to like even level three, maybe it's you win or I win, right? We want to be level seven where everybody wins. And when you play the blame game, nobody wins. When we expand and we grow, it comes down to being able to encourage ourselves. Like nobody's like, oh, look, you're doing a great job. Go, go, go. Or congratulations. You're amazing. I mean, all of those things, they make us feel good, right? A lot of us work more for praises than raises, but we expand and grow when we're able to encourage ourselves. Learning how to encourage yourself in the Lord, right? You're all you have. You're all you have. When you're in a battle, you better know how to encourage yourself in faith, in the Lord, in knowing you will be tested. You will doubt. You will feel fear. You will feel defeated. You encouraging you, you encouraging you is what will keep you here, staying, believing, growing, and keep reaching for new heights. If you get up, on the inside, no one can keep you down on the outside. So like when I heard that, you know, in church, I was like, hallelujah. I mean, think about that. If you get up on the inside, no one can take you down on the outside. Like how powerful is that? Okay. And so this is one of my favorite quotes. And I've said it many, many times before. Those who look on the outside they dream. Those who look on the inside awaken. So that's just, that's really like the same thing as what we just talked about above. This is why we build our faith, pray, trust, and at the same time, do personal growth, fill ourselves up with possibility, speak life over ourselves. We build ourselves up so nothing or no one can take us out can bring us down. We are responsible for our own level of joy. And too many of us are waiting for God to do something when guess what? He's waiting for you to do something. That business that you want to build, that business that you want to grow, that business that you want to expand and become more successful at, don't pray for it. Do it. Take that action, that relationship. Is there a relationship, maybe a friend, a family member, a loved one? Are you waiting for it? That joy that you lost? Here's the thing. Go get it back. Go and claim what is yours. You have to go and get it back. We think about it. We pray about it. We feel sorry for ourselves from time to time. Here's the thing. God wants us to go and take it back. You have the ability to bring everything back. Has your business taken a step back? Have you allowed circumstances around you to steal your joy? And guess what? We all have. 
especially in this time. Go turn on the news. Go look at social media. Guess what? There's an army attempting to take you out. And here's the reality. Some of us are settling. Some of us are managing with what we have left which is scarcity mentality. It's like coming from a place of desperation and lack, settling for a smaller business, settling for smaller earnings, settling for less than our full potential, less than love, less than joy. God wants you to get everything back, but you must be willing to fight for what you want back without taking a break. How bad do you want it? Get up, be willing to own it, be willing to fight for it. And most of us don't know how to fight spiritually for 24 minutes, never mind 24 hours straight. Every single one of us have an enemy. And guess what he wants to do? He wants to rob you of your peace. He wants to destroy your family. He is trying to take you out. He stands against everything God has placed in your life. We were born to be successful. We were born to be prosperous. Prosperity is your birthright. We were born limitless. We were born in the perfect image of God. So are you ready to fight? Are you battle ready? Are you ready to rumble? Because your enemy will rob you of your peace, your possessions, your people. He'll work overtime to destroy your relationships. Your enemy wants you to feel anger, resentment doubt, fear, hatred. I've spent times professionally and personally in valleys. I've spent time feeling every every emotion I just mentioned, anger, resentment, doubt, fear. I don't know if I felt hatred, okay? I might've said I don't like this or that, okay? But here's the reality. I've got my armor on. I was warrior ready. There's a meme and it says, When her feet hit the ground, the devil said, oh crap, she's up. That meme was made for me. It was made for you. Here's the thing. God is all about relationships. He wants relationships to be restored. If you're going to take it back, whether it was the business, the relationship, the joy, learn how to fight for it. So below, we're going to be talking about three areas to learn and focus on to take back your joy your life, your relationships, and to fight for the life you want and for the life you deserve. Number one, peace. Your enemy wants to attack your peace, peace of mind. And you know what happens when he attacks your peace of mind? He wants you to feel anxiety. He wants to fill you with fear and doubt and insecurities. And what happens as a result? You don't level up. You don't make an impact. You don't change lives. He does this to keep you small, scared. Look at the news, right? Like you could turn on the news. He can get you to worry about things you have no business to worry about. He wants you to mistrust your relationship with God, makes you question your relationship with God. He's undermining your faith and he's replacing that with fear. He's attacking your trust in God. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but has given us power and love and sound mind. Anxiety is not from God. Fear comes from your enemy trying to destroy your faith in God. I love this line, okay? Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. That's powerful. Fear and faith cannot exist together. You cannot play both sides. If you tolerate fear, if you tolerate worry, 
If you tolerate anxiety, you end up losing your faith. And the enemy is constantly throwing arguments and lies to make you doubt God and to doubt God's presence in our life. So if you get into like a what if scenario, right? What if this? What if that? Take it captive, own it, and translate it to the word of God. Like maybe what God would be saying in the same thing. So take a negative thought and make it obedient to God. So, okay, what are a few examples? I'm not good enough to succeed, right? Now we're going to turn that into to maybe the word of God. I was born in the image of God. I have everything it takes to be successful. Here's a negative thought again. Gosh, what if I take a leap? What if I fail? Translate that. The word of God. I am capable of all that I set my mind to. I am stepping out in faith knowing I have everything I need already inside of me. Here's another. I'm not smart enough to create that, to achieve that, to do that. Let's turn it over to the word of God. I am brilliant and I am capable of achieving all of my dreams. So take any random negative thought, which comes in our heads, and turn it into faith. Speak life. Speak God's word. Affirm God's word. Remember God's plans, their hope, future, prosper. God never runs out of hope. There is no problem that is hopeless because God is full of hope. God will supply you of all the needs, but first, we need to be willing to do our part. Number two, possessions. The enemy comes in and takes things that belong to us. That could be a business. It could be finances. The enemy didn't take them from us. We gave it to him. And there's been many times in my life, in my business, where I'm like, I didn't give it over. But then I realized, like, I did. Where, where, where was the breakdown? Why? Spending, so here's an example, spending money that isn't yours, like building up unnecessary credit. The enemy has robbed you blind, but you've handed it over to him, right? I'm all about abundance. I love nice things. But when we overextend ourselves out of temptation or out of keeping up with the Joneses or maybe spending it on things that we really shouldn't be, we're handing it over to him. No one can serve two masters. You cannot serve both God and money right? So money means mammon, which means false God. So this is all coming from the sermon. Serial means false God. And the spirit of mammon tries to make promises that he can't keep. And the problem isn't about the money, right? Because money is energy. Money is good. Money is abundance. I love money. The problem is when money has you, has you, owns you, God doesn't want us to trust in anything besides him. And there are over 2,000 verses in the Bible on money and only 500 on faith. It's about having the right perspective on money. It's about applying the principles in the Bible when it comes to abundance and spending money. God will want you to guide us in this area. We aren't controlled by stuff, right? So it's about planning carefully. Act When we are acting quickly, when we're acting irresponsibly, when we're doing things that don't serve us or others, we're never going to have enough. It's coming from lack. Number three, people. Fight for your relationships. The greatest loss 
on family, relationships, offense, hurt. Here's the thing with the enemy. The enemy comes in and he brings the attack in the area that's most important to God. God loves relationships, values relationships, realize it and fight for the relationship. Think about all the relationships that have been broken, gosh, during these past few years, whether it came to the election. Like, have you fought with people that you love over who's running? Now, I know many countries listen to this, but I'm just talking about us. I live in the in the United States of America, okay? Think about the relationships that have been broken over who we voted for. I mean, that's, that's not the word of God. That is the enemy coming in and trying to divide and ruin those relationships. Think about COVID. I mean, think about what's happened, whether it was vaccine, anti-vaccine, pro-vaccine, who's irresponsible, who's pointing fingers, who got angry. Wow. Like, wow. Like, where did this come from? Like, do we not, do we not even realize that that's the enemy coming in and trying to pin people against one another, especially loved ones? Like, you want to talk about the enemy. It's like a damn devil shit show. These last few years, the enemy is attempting to take control over all of us. And to some degree, we've all fallen victim to it. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Every battle you have with a person, it isn't about the person. Like when we think about the word of God, it's against rulers and dark forces in this dark world. And many of us have been fighting the wrong enemy. It's not the person. We shouldn't be fighting. We should be side by side. We should be united. If you've, if you're ever going to take a, take back a relationship that's been lost, you have to be fighting the enemy and not that person. Okay. So here are challenges for battles that we're facing. Number one, take the authority. Like you're a follower of, Jesus. Too many of us have forgotten the authority given to us by God, and God has has already seated with God. He's not talking about afterlife. He's talking about right now. And our our authority is attached to our, our identity. And if we don't have an identity, if we don't know what we believe in, if we don't know what we have faith in, right? It's about being in Christ and having that identity and tell the devil, you have no authority over my family. You have no authority over my kids. You're not allowed here. I'm taking authority. When you go to battle, when you go to pray, stand in your faith, go on the attack, get on the offense, lean into it, go after what you want. Take your life back. Make a list of what you are going after. What's been lost that I'm going to take back? Is it your business? Has that been lost? Your belief? Your fire? Your ambition? Maybe your relationship? Your joy? Your health? What is it that you're going to go and take back? What is it that you're battle ready? What is it that you're willing to go head to head and go into battle to get back? We all have the power to transform our entire lives with faith and with love. We all carry God's light, which destroys darkness, right? We have that power. And I know what we can do if together we literally 
block out the darkness and focus on all of the good and go to battle to create the life we were meant to lead and not shrink down for anyone or anything and have complete and utter unwavering faith in yourself and what's to come. So I'm wishing you all the most amazing week my Level Up Warriors, we are battle ready. So next week, we're going to be talking about showing up. How we show up matters. Physically, when it comes to energy, leadership, it matters. How we show up, that's our business card. We have one opportunity to make a first impression. I love you all. Talk to you soon.